friends, it's us. I am Steph Beagle. And I'm Lauren Abney. And this is Well Behaved. We believe balance is a bit overplayed and way overrated. We've embraced finding our perfect blend of wellness with a twist of tequila. This podcast delivers wellness remixed from face slapping facials to the ABCs of CBD. Living your best life and finding what's right for you is what it's all about. Let's do this. Hi, Beagsy Bride. Hey, Boo Boo Head. <laughs> Hi, Bridesmaids Bestie. <laughs> Welcome back from your bachelorette party, babe. Thank, thank you, babe. Well, you know what? We came home alive and I feel really proud of us. Do you think the internet knew that it was your bachelorette party? Yeah, I got a lot of like, this is a takeover of the Instagram because I think we put up like, I obviously reshared every piece of content and then like anyone who followed two or more of us was probably like, this is, this is enough. Or they were jealous or they were excited. Like probably a lot of emotions in one. Yeah. I think that everyone wanted to be on the MTV Cribs episode. Yeah, totes. And I think we were like, we just all really brought it. So I feel really just, you know, grateful, loved and proud, proud of the A-game we brought. I'm proud of the green dress that you brought. Thank you so much. Neon is like really touching my heart in a special way these days. But I I like saw that dress and was like, it's a moment that I need to have. So thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no white, which you're no. so modern. Um, gold is the new white. <laughs> <laughs> or like black, but like black feels like I like have a black heart. So gold, babe, gold. gold is the new white. Okay, we have an upcoming holiday, which is really exciting. And that is Black Friday. Woo! Expert. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you make an Excel sheet to talk about all the things that you're excited about. Do you want to give a, a couple things that you're looking forward to? Honestly, thank you so much for asking. Um, I'm so sick of hearing myself talk about the wedding, but like for the wedding, I have like some very specific, either like pairs of shoes or shirts or tops. So like, I'm a little bit more right now into like, I put a lot of shop style alerts on and then I've signed up for a lot of the websites directly, like normacamali.com versus like finding it on a revolve. Because I think I've learned that um, Bronx and Banco, Retrofit, like all of those sites are going to have better Black Friday sales than I'm going to find on like Revolve or Moda. So I just want my tip, my pro tip is if there's one to seven brands that you're really into, make sure you like are signed up for their newsletters because I'm like going one by one on the items I need right now. What about you? I feel like that's an expert hot tip. Thank you. It's a strategy. It's a, it's like, it's a Black Friday strategy. So I've created a little bit of a list, but mine's less organized. It's just a, a in my emails, it's a draft. And I've realized that so many of the items are basically credo purchases. So mm. clean beauty. Right. I think I'm going to do like a whole haul, refresh, a haul of sorts of things that I need. And then there's just some very specific pieces that I would like to get. Like right here, I have nice wool coat. I think it's time for me to consider that. So sales coming up, I'm going to be taking a look and not just going through 1,468 articles, but like filtering down and trying to find one. The pro tip that I love that you, I mean, it's just like, write it down, pre-strategize. It's called strategic spending for a reason. And even if you're creating the list in um, email versus a Google doc, Right, make your list because then at least, like, even if there's five things, you know to go directly to that site, right? Like, yes, and it's Thanksgiving and you're not being an asshole sitting on your phone the entire time scrolling all of Shopbop because the entire thing is on sale. 
I'm proud of us. I'm just like proud is just the feeling I'm overwhelmingly feeling. Um, okay. Yay. Okay. Yay. We have a podcast episode. Woo! Uh, we have Emily Grodin from Evergreen, which is yummy, tasty, healthy, nutritious, quality ingredient waffles. Yum. I'm hungry actually. And she's real cute. And she's just a badass. She's a major badass and she has a major sweet tooth. So in this episode, she talks a lot about yummy. I mean, waffles that feed a family or waffles that become a really delicious dessert. I uh, also want to lean into some of the savory items that she said. I think that there's a zucchini and carrot one. I can just imagine maybe with some avocado and an egg on top of it. Yeah. A little alternative to a sourdough. Yep. I'm with you. I'm in. I'm like, I'm truly like I'm hungry. And um, that's part of being on a wedding diet. But listen to me, I'm hungry and I want to eat to your point, the sweet and the savory. I'm, I'm not surprised that you would lean towards the savory, but she just has like creative ways to feel satiated with an amazing product. So let's do it. Let's do it. Groovy. Today we have Emily Grodin. She is an avid athlete, an entrepreneur, previous lawyer, now moved into the world of healthy waffles. I love that. Right? It's, it's like still in the morning, so this <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Like it's it's like, this is kind of like a little breakfast together. Emily, you're essentially Emily is a Chicago celebrity in this sense because Evergreen has become a brand that I see everywhere. And I love it because I respect a product that comes with clean ingredients, sweetened with honey. Honey's my favorite thing in the world. And then natural fruits, vegetables, nuts, and spices, keeping it simple. And so we're so thrilled to hear today about your journey from being badass lawyer woman to badass <laughs> entrepreneur and what inspired this entire journey. So welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We just want to start with the manifesto. Tell us about Evergreen, how you decided to build a better for you brand, because we love this, that. This is like <laughs> yeah. the only thing we eat these days is like, we're all looking for nostalgia and good ingredients and nutrition, but like how do you go and actually do that? And what made you get there? Yeah, I uh, never intended to build a frozen waffle brand. If you'd asked me, um, or if you told me seven years ago now, when I was graduating from law school, that I was going to own a frozen waffle brand, I would have laughed in your face for sure. Um, but I started my career after law school in big law, right? Big law firm doing corporate mergers and acquisitions, private equity deals, Turns out that wasn't my life's passion. And that became pretty clear pretty quickly. Um, what I'd always loved was food. And so I watched an episode of Netflix Chef Table one night. And it was the episode about Alinea in Chicago. And, you know, I had this moment of reflection and I was like, I'm so much more passionate about what they're doing than what I'm doing. And I, you know, could see their own passion on their faces as they were working and talking about their craft. And so I opened up my laptop and I cold emailed Nick Kakonis, who's the co-founder of Alinea, basically asked him if he needed a lawyer. Um, I think I probably only sent that email because I didn't think he'd ever read it or respond to it. But right away he wrote back and he said, I wasn't looking for one, but why don't you come in and chat? 
And two weeks later, I was hired as the general counsel. So that was like my first. So unbelievable. Thank you. That was my first pivot towards the lawful world. Got like one step closer. At least now I was doing something with law and food. Um, And it really was an incredible job. I split my time between Alinea and Talk, the reservation software that Nick also co-founded. But I was driving home from work one night listening to a podcast that happened to be talking about the frozen breakfast market. And I was pregnant with my now four-year-old daughter. Um, And the podcast basically was saying that the frozen waffles of four years ago were the same frozen waffles of my childhood, laden with refined sugars and um, processed flours and preservatives. And I found myself thinking, I'm going to need to feed my daughter, my future daughter, something like a frozen waffle because I'm a working mom. I certainly won't have time to cook from scratch in the morning before I leave for the office. But I didn't want to feed her eggs, essentially. Um, And so I started doing a little research on what was out there and realized that even the better for you brands weren't all that much better for you, right? Like the, the, the packaging made them look like they were better for you. And they had all these buzzwords like organic or gluten free. But if you actually took the time to look at the ingredients list, it was a lot of the same stuff. So I um, went on Amazon, I ordered myself a mini waffle iron, and I started playing with recipes in my kitchen. And uh, here we are, four years later. On a dorky level, we always talk about when people have a dream of being in a certain field or starting a certain job or a new business, they're like, how do I get started? And I feel like what you did was interesting because you know you tiptoed your way in, right? You didn't go from like being a lawyer to starting a waffle brand, but you wanted to get into the world of food and you felt like you were wildly passionate about it. So we honor that and love that and celebrate that. I feel like we did that too for with we're like we need more wellness in our life so we're going to start a podcast to be able to talk about all the shit we love and with people we love so i have a question when you bought the waffle maker did you think i'm going to be making these for my daughter or did you think i'm going to start a business no not even at that point was i thinking i'm going to start a business okay. and and to your point i um i think everybody has to do it their own way right like i was a lawyer i am fairly risk averse by nature which is a little bit of a surprise thing as I own a startup company now, but I had to tiptoe in. I wouldn't have been comfortable doing it any other way. But yeah, even after I bought the waffle maker, it was, I'm going to make some waffles and throw them in a Ziploc bag and throw them in my freezer. Um, it wasn't until... So remember, I was, I was still I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. Uh, I kind of played with recipes and I always loved to cook. So like take a step back. Pre-having kids... I made everything from scratch. I wanted pasta. I rolled out my own pasta. I wanted a sandwich. I made my own bread. Um, and so um, I love just playing around in the kitchen. So like before, while I was pregnant, before I had my daughter, this was kind of my new hobby, right? Like trying to find the perfect waffle flavors. And then I had my daughter, went back to work after maternity leave and realized pretty quickly that you don't really have time to have this whole side hobby when you're working full-time and you have a newborn. But at that point, I just couldn't stop thinking about it, right? Like it took up more and more in my headspace. And I'd like lie in bed at night thinking about these waffles that I no longer had time to make. And that's when I realized I should, you know, I want to pursue this. Let me let me see what I can do to carve out time, again, in my own way to start, to start thinking about taking this to market. 
um, without being too risky. And so I walked into Nick's office one morning, it was January, 2019. And I told him that um, I wanted to start a frozen waffle company, which was like both terrifying to say out loud and also really embarrassing because he's like the <laughs> owner of a three Michelin star restaurant <laughs> who wants to start a frozen waffle company. Um, but I asked him if I could drop down to part time and he I got to give him credit for it. He was like, sure, why not? You do our work in three days a week. I don't care what you do. on wow. And so so early 2019 is when I actually hired a designer, started thinking about getting certified to work out of a shared commercial kitchen and really, you know, take it outside my own kitchen um, and bring it bring it to retail shelves. It's funny, too, when you say it out loud that it becomes way more real, right? Like walking in yeah. and saying to Nick, like, this is what I'm going to do. You're like, wait, shit, yeah. I have to go do this now, right? <laughs> exactly. So it's amazing. Exactly. I want to go back to something you said earlier, which is something we talk about all the time, which is, you know, when you turn around some of those better for you bags or products and you see the ingredients, you're like, these aren't that great. And something that I always think about is we had someone share with us, like, if you look at the top three ingredients and you can't pronounce them, like, you're fucked. Right? Ew. Or even top five. And right. when, when we talk about ingredients, like, explain or share with us, like, what are some of the things or ingredients you feel like are hiding in some of these simple, better for you brands or snacks that our friends should avoid? I feel like yeah. it's a double pronged question, but, you know, we there's such a bad rap around processed foods. And I think it's a lot of it's because of the shitty ingredients that are in there. So will you just educate our friends a little? Yeah. So there is um, one particular flavor of one particular brand that I think really pushed me over the edge. And I was like, I got to do this. Um, I won't name it uh, out of respect for that brand. But um, it's, you know, a classic. The packaging makes it seem really healthy. It's organic. It's gluten-free, um, everything about it makes it seem like it's a better for you product. But you turn it over and um, first of all, it has, I think, about 20 ingredients. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, the fifth ingredient is cane sugar. Um, so, I mean, cane, cane sugar, sugar, obviously, yeah. Cancer. is a big one. Yeah. And listen, like, there is a time and a place for cane sugar. I love a slice of cake more than most people in this world, but I don't want it in my kids' breakfast every morning, you know? Right. Um, and then, but what really did it for me was the seventh ingredient is blueberry pieces and then blueberry pieces is followed by a bracket. And then there are 10 ingredients that make up blueberry blueberry pieces. pieces. The first of which is apple juice. Then it's blueberry puree, apple puree, cane sugar, rice flour, cocoa butter, pectin, natural flavor, citric acid. And then there's more natural blueberry flavor down later in the ingredients list. And it's like, why can't you just put real blueberries in there? Um, it's a it's a frozen product. It doesn't need preservatives. It doesn't need all these extras to be shelf stable, for example. And so we make a mixed berry and almond waffle that um, we make a jam. So we cook down strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, and honey together. So it gets really flavorful. It's a basically it's a house-made mixed berry jam. And then we mix that into our batter. So like our ingredients list has strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries. Right. (laughs) That's the way it should be. Correct. Um, And you said, so I I would say sugar in uh, foods where you don't, there shouldn't be sugar. Mm -hmm. Uh, And natural flavors is a big one for me too, because nobody really knows what natural flavors are. Um, And like, don't get me wrong. If you open my pantry downstairs, 
their products in there with natural flavors. It's really hard to avoid because they are in so many products. But I also think that for kids, especially, it teaches them to like a different flavor. Like they like a, you know, in this example, natural blueberry flavor, they're going to grow accustomed to like a super concentrated, not real blueberry flavor. And so they might be less prone to like fresh blueberries. Um, so with our products, like I, I want to introduce kids and, and people of all ages to like what a real berry tastes like. Right. Um, I've been hearing Max Lugavere, who I love talking about, um, just not serving dessert for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a waffle is something that can seem so extravagant, but then it also could be, uh, nutrition ingredients that maybe even become the vehicle for more fruit or more protein via nut butter or something along those lines. I personally have this, I don't know so much about natural flavors, but I believe that they give me a headache. Like if I have a LaCroix that has a flavor on it, I instantly get a headache. Bloated and, and a headache. Because yeah. it's o- the only thing that's in that that's not in the plane is natural flavors. Right. I have, I just know that that does not sit with my body. And it yeah. could be because this body's a temple now. Totally. And it's pretty clean. No, but I I really think that when you acclimate yourself into eating whole foods, when you yeah. go back to tasting things that are overprocessed, highly sugarized, like fake versions, yeah. your body instantly feels, feels that. Yeah. bad. But if you're eating them all the time, your body is just used to feeling bad. Right. I also think it doesn't taste right after a while, right? Like if you are used to eating fresh blueberries and then you have, you have something that's naturally or artificially flavored blueberries, like that's Something's not off. Right. Taste like. Right. So I think also we talk a lot about, you know, we used to laugh at when you, when people pick up a juice, right. Or even a cold pressed juice and it's like 10% juice, right. It's you, you mentioned apple juice, like just being aware of juices and things that where there shouldn't be if it should be an orange it should be an orange right like not a juice i think the other big one that we talk a lot about is oils like people think of olive oil as a great thing but now we see canola oil and everything and grapeseed oil and so i think that's another one that people have to be aware of because there's so many times i pick up a great product and i'm like i wish they used a different oil right mm-hmm. so just as ingredients in general obviously not necessarily just in waffles yeah So yes, ingredients, I think I think you said it perfectly. I mean, and I and it's it's what we believe is just like <laughs> turn the bag around and pay attention. Don't look at like the brand and buy in right away. I think that's like a big, you know, you see organic, you see gluten-free, and I think a lot of people don't dig in any further. I have a question. As a a business owner, is it easier than to just have shitty products, shitty ingredients in your products? Does it make it cheaper? Like not using a pure blueberry is what, right. right? Obviously a blueberry is an expensive item. So is it just a product of cost? It's cost. Um, it's the manufacturing process. So I can give you a really concrete example. Um, when we were starting to scale and looking for a manufacturing partner, um, 
I mean, if you look at our ingredients list, our ingredients that we use are still the same ingredients that I pulled out of my fridge and my pantry when I created the formulas in my home kitchen. So it's, um, you know, it's basically stuff that I went out and bought at Whole Foods for my family. And the goal was I only want real ingredients, like everyday household ingredients that are tried and true nutritious ingredients, um, you know, things that I would be comfortable giving my kid every day. So uh, that's always been really important to me because that's how it started. And I've always wanted to keep it that way. But when I started talking to larger manufacturers, um, you know, I maybe when I, when we were smaller, we were making 200 pound batches at a time. And some of these larger manufacturers were like, well, we're going to make 1500 pound batches at a time. And in order to do that and keep the quality of your waffles, we're going to need to add an emulsifier because this batter is incredible amount of batter is going to be sitting around for a while. And the ingredients are like some will settle to the bottom, you know, the heavier stuff, the inclusions, the carrots and zucchini. So we need an emulsifier to keep everything even. And I was like, I mean, that's contrary to the whole reason I founded the brand. I don't want that extra stuff in there. So I, I got a lot of pushback from manufacturers and we now partner with a manufacturer who operates on a large scale, can, can, can make a ton of waffles, but does it on a small batch basis. So like they still make 200 pounds of waffles at a time. They just make a ton of batches of 200 pounds of waffles, um, which enables us to meet our quantity requirements. But so that was really, really important to me and a total non-negotiable. But I think, you know, it's a lot easier. I would have had a lot more manufacturers that I could have chosen from if I was like, okay, throw in an animal. Kudos to you. So great example. We love that. Thanks. All right. So you as a human, you were a college athlete. Me too. (laughs) Uh, But from there, you really took it to the next level because you did. Did you do an Ironman? Wild marathon, still very fit. And you have been self-proclaimed as in a constant search of healthy snacks, which same, same, (laughs) like, let's all get on that same train together. So how do you feel your body? Like, how do you, um, you know, how do you eat your evergreen waffles? But then also what else is important to you? And how do you make sure that you're thriving in this entrepreneurial athlete, mom, journey, (laughs) human experience that you live? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but you know, when I was younger, I tried to eat healthy for how it would make me look, hopefully. And now that I'm getting older, I try to eat healthy for how it makes me feel. And for hopefully, it will keep me around on this planet for longer. Um, so that really drives kind of all of my eating decisions. Um, like what makes me feel good? What's good for my like longevity, basically? Um I I do eat our waffles all the time. I had them for lunch yesterday, actually. I had our zucchini carrot waffles with almond butter, honey, a little purely Elizabeth granola sprinkled on top, and a Yum. couple of blueberries. Okay. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really do. I, I eat our... Someone in our family eats our waffles every day. Uh, and often that's me. Often that's my kids uh, and my, my husband, too, actually. So really the whole family. But... Um, I try to, uh, eat a lot of fruits and veggies. Like that's always going to be top of mind for me. How do I incorporate more fruits and veggies? And 
that might look like a smoothie in the morning. And I will always add spinach to whatever the concoction is because why not? I'll always add chia seeds in there for the omega-3s. That's also something I've started to think about too is like, I want my brain to be healthy for a long time. And what helps that? Omega-3s. And so I try to incorporate more of those into my diet. Um, so breakfast, I, I mean, my, my uh, palate tends sweet. So I like a, a sweeter breakfast. So like I said, smoothies, I will make a yogurt bowl with just like a ton of fruit try for lots of berries um, and always granola and honey. That's like very much my palate. As you can probably tell, there's honey in all of our waffles. Um, and then dinner is often going to be during the week will be like a really big salad. Um, so mixed greens, all the vegetables I can get my hands on. I try when I shop at Whole Foods um, for our groceries. Like I always get the staples for a salad, right? Like cucumbers, carrots, tomatoes, lettuces, but I always try to order at least one different vegetable every week because diversity in your diet is really important too. So like this week it's mushrooms. Um, last week it was zucchini. Um, and then I, uh, I love goat cheese on my salads. Um, makes it nice and creamy and then always a protein, uh, to, you know, keep as, as a, like a woman who's aging protein is really important, um, for, to keep your muscles strong and protect your bones. Um, but I, uh, I also am somebody who needs something sweet every day. And most days I will try right now. I'm on a real, I make hot chocolate from scratch for myself as like my nightcap. So I'll throw hot water, uh, cocoa powder, unsweetened cocoa powder, maple syrup. And then I use, um, I'm obsessed with it's joy nut milk bases. Have you ever heard of these? Okay. So that look at nut milk ingredients list. It's like, there's some of the worst offenders. Yeah. So, um, but I love, I don't, I tried not to have too much dairy milk because it doesn't settle particularly well with me. Um, so I like nut milk, but I refuse to have packaged nut milk. So JOI means just one ingredient. So it is like just a, um, like almond puree, I guess you could call it. And you take a tablespoon of that, uh, and you throw it, you throw it in the blender with water. Um, and you have a delicious, you know, two ingredient almond and water, nut milk. So highly recommend that product. Uh, not sponsored. I'm not an influencer, but I use it every day. But yeah, I make a, I make a hot chocolate at night and then I uh, sprinkle some cinnamon on top. Um, and it's delicious. Uh, I've started getting into like mug cakes made with, um, almond flour and super simple ingredients that you can just throw in the microwave and heat for 60 seconds. And then you have a decadent cake for yourself. Um, but like I said, like I have a sweet tooth like no other. And so sometimes I just want a piece of like birthday cake with all the sugar and the butter. And sometimes I want real ice cream. Um, but I always will try, like I try to get a, you know, homemade cake, I either make it myself or I get it from a local bakery, or I try to find an ice cream with the least amount of Let's additives in there. Um, okay. And then just to continue on, because you do live in this world, are there brands that you think are doing well? Like what like are other joy. brands that you yeah. trust like joy and like evergreen? 
Yeah. I'm just trying to think what I incorporate into my everyday life. Definitely joy uh, wow. every day. I'm going to do that. I want to look into that, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. It's, I love it. Um, I, I also, I have a matcha latte every morning mm. and that goes into my matcha latte too. Um, I think Purely Elizabeth does a really great job. So that's the granola brand that I buy. Um, I, I think Simple mm-hmm. Mills does a really great job. I don't always eat their products because I don't tend not to snack too much in between meals, but I give them to my kids all the time. Like their cheddar crackers, they love. Um, they're like mm. almond flour bars. Uh, they love those too. Um, I like perfect bars again for me and my kids. Like my daughter will come downstairs and be like, I want a protein bar for breakfast. I love the, the I actually bar. love the little ones because no. I feel like, like you are a little I, one. Because yeah. I just because it's it's high. It's, I get full from the big one sometimes. <laughs> the big one is ridiculous. Because I buy yes. the big one for David, and then I have the little one. And I'm like, this is so cute. We that love, is yeah. really cute. But I like I like them, and I like that like refrigerator. I like them cold. Like I just like all of those elements of them. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, other than that, you just we don't eat real food. Eat that much yeah. branded stuff. Yeah, that like those are. And I'm, I'm like literally visualizing my pantry and my fridge right now. And we don't eat that much branded stuff because we try to eat like plain Greek yogurt and we'll sweeten it with honey. Emily, you love sweet things. Yeah, I I love that you love sweet things because I feel like we're like a little bit more of a savory, but I like you own this sweet thing and I'm I'm here for it. You mentioned because now we just want to know like your entire, you know, day in the life, if you will. Um, You mentioned omega threes earlier, like chia seeds. Are there any other kind of supplements or ingredients that you like strive to incorporate into your daily life? Because omega-3 is like not really on my mind often. I'm trying to do other things, but I would love to know that supplement game or if there's other ingredients, real ingredients that you add to things to. Um, Yeah, I've just started to dabble in supplements a little bit. Again, it's like this whole more to, I like feel very mortal these days. I think, I think having kids has done that to me a lot. And like, you know, entering into my late thirties, mid thirties, late thirties. Um, omega threes for sure. Um, I just started taking magnesium at night to try to improve sleep. Uh, I wear an, I wear an I aura love ring. That. Um, the side, side tangent. Yeah, I just I found love, out just to, you know, if you really want to go wild, Gucci yep. and aura ring have a collaboration now so I just keep looking at it and laughing because I'm like I'm probably never going to own that but it's so cute first of all it's sexy yeah. it's a little big totally. I saw it it's in real thicker. life but yeah. it, it is Third, yeah. yeah I mean yeah look, it's but it's it hot. Is big, but but it's like really sexy and I've almost bought it 17 times but one day if I have it I'll let everyone know <laughs> <laughs> please continue yeah no I love my aura ring and what the feedback it tells me every single night is that I don't get enough REM sleep so I've been doing research on like how can I increase my REM sleep? Again, it all goes back to brain health and something that I learned was magnesium should help. So I just started taking some magnesium. Um, but basic, like my pillars in every day are like dark leafy greens, red berries, uh, dark chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sweet. like sweets? We have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, dark chocolate. Omega-3s. Awesome. And my matcha. I love it. Yeah. I started taking seed probiotics recently and I'm feeling good about it. Okay, good. Oh, I love I that. Seed too. It's just funny because I feel like yeah. at one point, no offense to seed, I was like, is this, I would see a lot of influencers promoting about it. And I'm like, is this a good one? You know, like, or is it just like, it's a pretty bottle? And I'm really feeling like it's just overall good gut health and I'm happy with it. So 
and the way that I digest. Yeah. I will disclaim. I, um, my, my husband was saying the other day, he's like, have you asked doctor about these things you're starting to take? And I was like, totally. not yet, but I really, like, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. So, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm educated on it. And I'm a consumer. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. So I do, I do plan to run it all by a doctor at some point to make sure um, it's a good idea. But based on my uh, Fair. amateur research on the internet so far. Um, and I think like you uh, said it earlier, just like what so. feels good. And yeah, you, doctors are really great. Yeah. But I think, you know, something that we love that's been like our staple in our life that like if I could tell one person to do one thing and again, not a doctor, digestive enzymes are like our holy grail. And we feel mm. great when we take them. It helps us digest our food, you know, like so whether a doctor tells me it's good for me or not, you know, like if it makes you if feel it makes good. me feel good. Um, I want to do a quick pivot because I, I, you've talked about brain health and that seems to come from like the actual structure of your brain. But also I know that you um, care a lot about mental health and you utilize fitness for that. But this is for you, Beeks. Oh, thank you, babe. Okay. Um, As a human who was risk averse, that's me. She's more risky, but uh, you became an entrepreneur. You left a very stable, like growth-oriented job. You have all these advanced degrees. Beegs has started her own um, consulting company foundation. What would we call it? It's funny. I've been calling it a firm, and I'm like, and it's a firm of one. So so my own consulting business. Yeah. So, like, how did you deal with the insecurity and instability of becoming an entrepreneur? And like, what advice could you have to folks that just feel that same desire to follow their heart where they can't stop thinking about something? Uh, I am blessed to have an incredibly supportive family. So I mean, I could never do this without my husband cheerleading me every day. Like he tells, like if I come in and I'm stressed about something that happened, he's like, Emily, just keep that head down. Keep going. You're doing great. Like he gives me a little pep talks every day, which is uh, huge. And similarly, like my parents have always been super supportive. I was, I talked about being nervous to tell Nick that I was starting a frozen waffle business. I was super nervous to tell my parents who had just, you know, watched me go through law school and all that. And both my parents were lawyers. This is like a real big pivot from the family business. Um, but they have, they've have always been super supportive and, um, you know, they can't tell enough people about their daughter's waffles. And so, um, I would say one thing is just like support network and leaning on it's, it's cheesy, but it really does take a village. And so making sure you have, that infrastructure around you to lean on. And that can be family, that can be friends, whatever, but like you need people that you can unload to and that can, you can lean on in the tough times because there are tough times pretty much every day as you have probably experienced. But um, I remember Nick always showed us at talk, uh, which was a, you know, a true startup and was very successful, but he always showed us this like emotional, it was like a, you know, a you, the emotional journey of a startup or something like that. I forget exactly what it was called, but uh, you know, it was like, this is the best idea ever at the, at the beginning of the U and then you go down the slope and like at the bottom of the slope, it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> and then you could, you start like climbing back up the slope of the U and it's like, okay, start to turn around. All right. One foot in front of the other, like it's getting better. It's getting better. And then at the end it's success. And I feel like I go through that U multiple times a day. So yes, I lean on, 
uh, exercise for sure. Um, like nothing clears your head better in my mind than getting out for just like a couple mile run outside in the sunshine. Um, I have tried to incorporate meditation into my daily life and it does not happen every day. Uh, but I wish it did. But like today I went for a run. We're lucky to live on the lake in Chicago. And I halfway through the run, I ran down to the lake and I sat on the beach and I meditated for five minutes just to like center myself, got back up and finished my run. I, um, I have a gratitude journal, the five minute journal, which, uh, have you guys heard of the five minute journal? Yeah. Which, um, gets used not as much as it should, but I do think just like carving out a couple minutes for yourself to think about what you're grateful for and to like calm your breath and focus on a couple things goes a really, really long way. Um, so, and then just like taking time away from the business too. So I very, I mean, I'm always technically online, right? I, we all have phones with our email and text. And when you run a business, you have to be available always. And that, unfortunately, that includes vacations and weekends and all that. But I very rarely open my computer on the weekend. I try to be as present as possible with my family and my kids because I don't get to see them all that much during the week, right? I, I work all day. And they go to my kids go to bed early. So the weekends are, are really the time to spend with them. And then I find that by Monday when I get back, I'm genuinely rejuvenated and ready to hit you the ground. You are running. an inspiration. And it's amazing. I mean, you're like a great example of following your passion. And when you have that passion, it leads to success. And we are we're so glad we got to hear your story. Can you tell our friends? Because I am starving now. Because you, I mean, especially with that recipe that you mentioned of how you enjoy your waffles. Um, can you tell our friends a how to find you or how to how to find Evergreen and B where they can get their hands on Evergreen? I'm sure there's a lot of places, but maybe a few. Yes. So um, you can learn more about us at our website www.eatevergreen.com. Our social handle across all channels is at Eat Evergreen. Um, highly recommend looking at Instagram for inspiration for different Lauren ways. Lauren always eat says it's like waffle waffles. porn. I'm like, no, it really <laughs> is. Like, totally. So thank you for that. I like to say our waffles are the most, in addition to being the cleanest on the market, they're the most versatile on the market too. Like, breakfast, great. Snack, awesome. Lunch, savory, even perfect. But like dessert, Oh Throw my God. ice cream on She's those. Sad. Emily and her sexy waffles at dessert. I love it. And um, where can they buy it? Um, so sorry, Instagram. And then you can buy us um, uh, in the Midwest. We're in Whole Foods. We're in Heinen's. We're in a bunch of kind of corner stores around the city. Uh, nationwide, we're in Sprouts and other regional retailers. We also ship nationwide on dry ice. Um, mm. Get that at our website. I love well. Sprouts. They have it in Kansas, where I'm from. Yes, they Cheryl do. Cheryl Abney's going to get up. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> Woo! Yay, Cheryl. Cool. Amazing. We yeah, appreciate awesome. you. This is this is great. And I'm definitely, we're going to enjoy some waffles. And while we're not as um, big of fans of sweet, we're gonna we're gonna find our own. I'm gonna find a savory version. Oh, great. Don't well, you even worry. Um. So real quick, zucchini carrot waffle, goat cheese, hot honey, dipped oh, in a soup. Oh wow! And she just does a mic it. drop at the end with our. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you, friends. This has been fun. Thanks for spending some quality time with us. If you need more of us in your life. 
We totally get it. Follow us on Instagram at wellbehavedpodcast. Also, we aren't selfish. Tell us what you need and want to learn more about by sending us a note at wellbehavedpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs. We prefer that anyway. Until next time, stay well and somewhat behaved.